What up, Street Fighters? Thanks for being here. Street Fighter Radio is live on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on your Twitch, on your YouTube. You're watching us. Come jump in the chat. Hang with the gang. Uh, we are having a good time. Wednesday night, time for a Street Fight Late Night Edition. We're going after midnight tonight. Uh, we had to get this new setup together. And think about computers. They don't work the same every single week. So after some technical difficulties, we are finally here to bring you your street fight for the week. For those of you that don't know who we are, my name is Brett Payne. My co-host here is Brian Quinby, number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We've been doing it now for eight years, heading into the eighth year here in 2019. So... Uh, we're ready to spread this mess across the U.S., and we will be doing that. If you want to see Street Fight Radio live, it's happening in January. We're going to be there January 5th, Seattle, Washington. January 6th, Portland, Oregon. January 7th, Eugene, Oregon. January 9th, Oakland, California. January 12th or 13th, we don't know. Los Angeles is still up in the air, but we're definitely going to be there to re and ready to clown around. Take it down to the ground, get low with it, fucking party down in LA. Um, we'll be there. I mean, if not, we'll just go do acid and run in cannon with a whole bunch of people, right? Right. Yeah. Um, you want to go turn the heat off, and I'll, I'll talk. I can do that. <laughs> we we had a the furnace is on, so the sound this sound is not gonna last through the rest of the show. I promise. Brett's turning it off right now. He keeps his house temperature at roughly. Uh, 9,000 degrees so that the heat kicks on every 15 minutes. It's crazy. It just turned off, I'm going to tell you. Uh, but he'll be back down here. I'm sitting alone. I'm sad. It's a lonely time for me. Uh, yeah, we'll be in L.A. They can't keep us down. I mean, they kind of are keeping us down, but they can't really keep us down because we're going to freaking be there, guys. It's going to happen. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Everybody. Everybody. All right. How's it going, Brett? Doing well. Good week. Uh, Christmas is over. Still in the afterglow of Christmas. Uh, you got me my foot coverings that I asked for on the at the party, so that was, I'm stoked. I got another pair, so I, I made out good. You're footing it up, man. Your feet are in great shape. So it is the day after Christmas as we record this show, and uh, we just kind of, uh, I didn't get stories, you know? It's very hard for me to find news stories every week that work for the show. There weren't very many. I have a few things I want to talk about. I got something that's really grinding my gears today, and a moment where I sort of feel like I lived up to my street fight principles. Okay. I think I did something today that I'm proud of. Now, I'm a crazy person when things don't go my way. I generally do not do well with that sort of thing. Yeah, you kind of shut down or spiral is when I, th that's the uh, descriptors I use. I'll have a panic attack or I'll, yeah, spiral or I'll maybe just even get mad. And uh, I bought my daughter a pair of white-on-white -white Air Force Ones for Christmas. She asked for those. Wow. She saw an influencer wearing them. So I thought I would, uh, I thought I would go ahead and uh, get her the shoes that she's asked for, so she can be the coolest kid in school. Did you show her the Nelly song? I didn't. No, I haven't shown her the Nelly song yet. So uh, 
she's been looking at old pictures of me and making fun of how I dressed, which is really wrong. But uh, so I go to get her these shoes and she's like, she gets them. She opens the present. She's so happy. She's smiling. She's, I'm going to put these shoes on. Two left shoes. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, JDSports.com or something like that. Okay. Which is, I, it's in a reputable mall, dude. I didn't go to a weird, uh, I didn't go to a weird store. It used to be a finish line. I was going for the safe place this time. Right. This isn't the flea market. Yeah. This is JD Sports. Undisputed king of trainers, apparently. Oh, these sounds like Brits. Yeah. They probably call sweatshirts jumpers, too. Yeah, so they have a place here, and we went and... Well, yeah, it it is actually a British place. So, um, it might be British. I don't friggin' know, man. It is. It used to be finish line. It's the king sportswear. Yeah. So, I go to this place. There's two left shoes. I'm like, okay, well, I'll take them back tomorrow. Because you know what? A good person who buys a gift... And something's wrong has to go do it the next day. That has no, to be remedied. You do, you do that too much with that. You're way too. You do way too much for your kid. I had to remedy it right away. It was just important to me that this need to get done. She's right always now. having shoe emergencies. No shit. You're fucking telling me, man. Well, the last so he she wanted these damn sandals, the Birkenstocks, uh, for her birthday. Got them. They were like a half size too big, and Brian was like. Get in the car. They're open. At, they'll be closing at eight. We can get these things exchanged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I hate it when a gift goes wrong. It's yeah. like you just. It's Christmas morning. I want to put on my fly new shoes. Yeah. Like everybody can see me in them. You know. Sure. So I go to take them back, and they're like, "Oh, hold on a second. They grab this other box, and they're like, "Wait, this one has two left shoes. Somebody returned two left shoes earlier. <laughs> what? They're like, that means we got two, four wrong shoes." <laughs> Is this a discount place? No, it is not. I would have believed it was a discount place. I will say that. Like I, I it's, it was in the Polaris Fashion what Place Mall, this? a real mall, not some fake mall. You know, this is a no, real this is real mall. mall. Yeah, this is a real, we're talking about the real motherfucking mall. Yeah, and I, and so I'm like, well, okay. I'm standing up at the counter and they're trying to fix the institutional problem that caused this situation. Oh, really? Not my specific They had a meeting? Customer. We need a manager up here. Manager comes up there. I thought they were saying to the manager, you know, can you cover my register while I go back and get this guy these shoes? Right, right. This girl. And my daughter's standing next to me and she's you know, not happy. Right. And I'm not happy. They don't have, they don't have like just an extra pair, they don't have just an extra box to give you? No. So they're like, we uh, didn't get any right shoes returned today. Because they was like, maybe somebody returned two right oh, shoes God. earlier. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can't wait to see how this puzzle gets solved. So I'm just standing there and they're like, well, I mean, we don't have any more of these. So they don't have any more. That was the only pairs? Well, yeah. We, we do carry those shoes, but only the left. <laughs> Apparently. They shit. got four. They paid... Somehow they ended up with four fucking left shoes. I know. Well, then they said somebody called and said they had two right shoes. Oh. But they didn't come in yet and return them. So we can't get our hands on those two right shoes. And they're just up there like, how did this happen? What is happening here? Did somebody put the wrong shoes in the wrong box? The answer is yes. Somebody did do that. You got monkey wrenched. I guess, because they were just up there. We're standing there for 15 minutes, and they're trying to fix the fucking logistical issues with it instead of just Wait. being like, look, I ain't another... So we, 
we guarantee we would check every shoe that we sell here at JD Sports. I heard this. Certainly you looked at them before you sold them. I did look at the fucking shoes too. Everybody they just was like, size, though. everybody was like, did they check the shoes when you bought them? Yes, fucking everybody checked the shoes. I didn't feel it was my. I didn't feel like I needed to like hold them and inspect them in my hand. Right. It was like I didn't feel. I don't feel like any of this is my responsibility to I deal would, with. I would just be like, I would be like, is this an acid flashback or something? <laughs> if I was looking yeah. at two left shoes, I'd be like, what is this? Yeah. What am I fucking looking at? Is this serious or is this some sort of inside joke about my dancing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was like, and they're just, finally, they're like, okay, we don't have any more of these shoes. And I'm like, okay. God. Can we just, I was like, we'll go get you the, is it, you know, can you order them? Are you going to have them right. anytime soon? And they're like. We can give your money back, and I'm like, okay, well, the money's not going to be back in the account right away, so we're going to have to wait a couple days, and the lady's like, I can fix that. Wow. She's like, I'll give you cash. Woo! Two minutes okay. later, she's like, I can't give you cash. Oh, no. <laughs> These, they really jerk you around every possible way. <laughs> they did. What a fucking comedy of errors. Is this like a new British TV show I or something did... you got caught up in? Maybe it was like an undercover it's boss a, sort yeah, of situation. Like candid cam. Camera yeah. show, like a cheeky little camera show. We gonna give this bloke two left feet. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so boiling at the moment that I was in there that like me not doing anything about it. Yeah, I feel was like really. I didn't yell at anybody. Not a single person. I looked mad. Yeah, you're but probably you can't boiling under your skin. Yeah, I looked not happy. I kept looking at my phone. That's why I would grab my phone and look at it so that I didn't look at the person and give them vibes. You know what I mean? Because that, I mean, look, I went in there and that woman that was at the counter had nothing to do with this problem, right? The manager of the store had nothing to do with this problem. I'm not blaming them for it, but I really want to yell at somebody. Yeah. And bureaucracy is just like. Yeah. I'm mad about bureaucracy right now. I'm hot under the collar about bureaucracy, I guess, is who I'm mad at. But I did handle myself with dignity. They okay. gave me the money back on my credit card. It should be there tomorrow. My bank card. It's not even credit card. It's a debit card. I hate this game you have to play. Do you want to pay debit or credit? And it means everything in the world sometimes. And most times it means nothing. I don't get it either. Yeah. I got like 200 bucks in the bank right now. I have money to be fucking around with you know, covering people and shit. So that's my situation after Christmas. Okay. I mean, we'll get it. We're it's yeah. gonna. I'll, I'm gonna make sure she has these shoes there's the day she shoes. goes back to school. There's no, shoes. they said you can look and see if there's another pair, and she said no, I don't want another pair. I'm like, God damn. Right, but there's probably some better shoes here. Something. No, just though. She said I saw an influencer wearing them, and none of my friends are wearing them. So that means I'll have Smart. them before everybody. Right. My daughter's turning cool. Trendsetter. Yeah, she's turning cool. So that's going on. Sounds that's good. Something. I like it. So what we did this week, because we didn't have a ton to talk about, uh, I, I do have some news stories. I mean, just some like, I, I read a story earlier. Let's let's actually look at this first one real quick before we go. We I got some listener submissions from the Facebook group. We let them kind of steer the show today. Only they don't know this. They're not steering the show. I still steer the show. Damn, taking it back. Wow. <laughs> I always steer the show. <laughs> it's my job and I do it well. But I wanted to read this Courier Post online article that I saw today. And uh, 
Uh, okay, so a whiff of honeydew, mango, or sweet wedding cake might be masking the odor of marijuana in vapor form, in vapor from electronic cigarettes. Officials in Gloucester Township warned yesterday. Okay. I think this is in where? Uh, probably Massachusetts, I'm guessing. Right. I don't know. Gloucester. Gloucester. The seizure of about 3,000 e-cigarette cartridges filled with THC oh, oil no. this month spurred township police to highlight the health impacts of electronic cigarettes, how easily the devices are obtained, and the impact marijuana has on drivers. Yeah. Notice how they just throw, like, drivers. Like, listen, I'm going to tell you the truth. Marijuana... I don't think fucks with your driving. <laughs> Marijuana makes you so paranoid <laughs> that you drive really good. I don't know. I don't have science behind this, but it can't be as bad as booze is all I'm saying. For sure. But they bring up driving every time. Like every person that hits weed well, is easy. like, I'm going to jump in a car and drive real quick. Yeah. You know? Which is like, I'm not. I don't always do that. The last thing I want to do is fucking drive when I'm high. I want to sit around the house. I don't want to go to the fucking store. Right. You know? The e-cigarette hall was discovered May 20, 21st when Officer Doug Wallace boo, pulled over a 2017 Nissan Sentra that didn't stop at a red light at Ariel Blenheim Road and Black Horse Pike, according to police. Wallace found a handful, a hand-rolled cigarette believed to contain marijuana. Uh. I want to translate this. It did not contain marijuana. <laughs> they said a hand-rolled cigarette. Yeah. So they fucking pulled a guy over. Okay. So they pulled these people over mm -hmm. for running a red light, searched their car, found a hand-rolled cigarette that they thought was weed. Right. And it wasn't. Then they then searched the car even more for more stuff. Uh, he, he found a hand-rolled cigarette that believed to contain weed and a vape pen with markings indicating it contained THC oil, police said. Now. It said drugs right on the side. It said drugs. <laughs> these are drugs. They don't. I don't think they say that, but yeah. I guess if somebody might have wrote it, it on the side, like I don't see it on mine, but I guess maybe they're marked. I have a one. I have a vape pen concealing the smell wow. of my THC. Yeah. yeah. Future. Fruity with sweet wedding cake scents. I don't know what scent. The, I, it's always terpenes. I just get terpenes. Yeah. I don't ever get the flavors. The weed guy, uh, he has them. It comes in like little... Looks like uh, the boxes all have characters and I shit love on them. them. Yeah. Like, you know, all designed. And one of them was called Wedding Cake. And he's like, man, nobody really wants the wedding cake. And I'm like, no, I don't. I think that's a weird flavor. And I just don't want that associated with my weed for some reason. I don't think that's the flavors. They all just are terpenes. They never yeah. taste like anything oh, I else. Know. I you know. know, they just call them like wedding cake. These cops think, and this writer thinks that it tastes like wedding cake when right. you vape a wedding cake vaporizer. Right, right. That's not what it is. It tastes like terpenes. Right. But they don't know that because they haven't hit it because they don't know fucking anything about anything. Right. At all. Wallace searched the car, allegedly finding 2,999 cartridges labeled Pandemic wow. Wow. and Honeydew, Mango, Sour Diesel, Pineapple Express, and Wedding Cake flavors. Again, well, I'm flavors. Drooling. I'm drooling. Yeah, each cartridge allegedly contained 0.5 grams of THC oil. Okay. Police Chief Harry Earl said at a press briefing Thursday, the packaging indicates the cartridges were professionally manufactured. <laughs> we believe... That these cartridges were manufactured in a factory by a professional. Okay? That's what we believe. So, uh, there's, you know, he believes that, you know, there's probably a hot, he probably, like, thinks there's a, a, a company in town, like, 
a dangerous, evil 80s action movie company selling them to children yeah. <laughs> and professionally packaging them. Each would have sold for about $38, bringing the total street vial- value of all the seized cartridges to about $113,962. It is generous that they said they'd be $38, because I don't know anybody that sells them for $38. <laughs> I mean, that's a good deal. Yeah, yeah, I'd like a $38 one. Recreational? No, these were half, so those were halfies. Yeah, half boys. So that's like a half eight. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Each would have sold for about 38. So recreational marijuana use is legal in nine states, including Maine, Vermont, and Massachusetts on the East Coast. While medical marijuana is legal in New Jersey, recreational use is not. The three men arrested in connection with the e-cigarette seizure were Maryland residents. Look at this guy's big old head. Wow. Uh, The driver, 23-year-old Mahid El Abed of Gwen Oak, Maryland, was charged with intent to distribute and distribution of marijuana within 500 feet of a public park. Of course. Of course. He wasn't doing it. It's a great place to do drugs. He wasn't selling the drugs. He was driving with the weed in the car. That was all he was doing. He ran a red light. Uh, this other guy was from Baltimore and charged with possession of marijuana under 50 grams. And another guy was charged with possession of marijuana under 50 grams and possession of drug paraphernalia. Both charges are considered disorderly persons offenses. I don't know where these individuals from Maryland were going. I don't know who they were selling these cartridges to, said Mayor David Mayer said. But my gut tells me some of these cartridges would have found their way into the hands of minors. Of course. So some of these cartridges would have found their hands into kids' hands. So obviously they're evil. We're just assuming that. Vaping devices gave Mayer great, great concern, he said. We now have a relatively new device that can not only contain marijuana, but can contain much more dangerous drugs like heroin. No. (laughs) What? They Wait, will just happening. Nowhere. It's not possible. There's no heroin vape pens. Not no. a single fucking heroin vape pen. And they're just saying they're they're freaking out, dude. They're fucking freaking out again. This is what the police do now. They freak out. They just see a drug and they freak out and they say, This is fentanyl. Definitely. This is heroin. This time we found the heroin. This marijuana, that's a heroin. This beer, that's a heroin. This drink, that they just everything they think everything's heroin. Yeah. So uh that's how they get all the money and power. And they think it's going since 2017, police here have made arrests in five incidents involving marijuana laced e-cigarette cartridges. First of all, that's just people having them. It's not people doing anything with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's the incident is that someone had it. Writing it like an incident, like some real incident happened. Is somebody had a fucking weed cartridge? That's all it is. Current. Uh, this is something fairly new coming to into an arrest pattern. Earl explained marijuana we've seen over the years, and fundamentally, it's treated the same. Current possession statutes treat THC oil and vape cartridges the same as a bag of marijuana vegetation, Earl noted. <laughs> These guys are the fucking worst. In a separate incident Tuesday, two Camden County residents were arrested in the township after luxury pipes brand vaporizers containing marijuana oil were discovered during a traffic stop on Blackwood Clementon Road, according to police. Heather, oh, I'm not going to say their names again, were so, arrested. Two people were arrested. Officers found three empty cartridges and one unopened peaches and cream flavored cartridge containing THC oil, police. They just are freaked out because they taste good. Think about it, though, man. Think about it, though. I Just I in my mind, 
if I saw 3,000 cartridges, if I busted somebody for that, I would have to imagine that's probably a regular thing they do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's that many people using them, and yet we can't find any sort of fucking issues that are arising. I know. You know? Like, no, it, nothing. I mean, and they're saying these kids are freaking out. Like, they're just saying kids might. Right. Know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's all they're saying, dude. That all they all the justification for those people is kids might have them, and they might have heroin, heroin in them. Yeah. There might be heroin in them. Now, just sometimes the heroin dealers like let's put some heroin in the weed and see how that works. For yeah, us. they're awful. They, I mean, it's just people are still buying into that fear of the world that don't know shit about it. You yeah, know? yeah. So, if one more story here, it's from Reddit. Uh, R slash teenagers. <laughs> Somebody sent this to me and it's fucking cool. My school is paying students $20 if they give the names of people who jewel in school to our dean. How wow, shit is that? Yeah. Wow. No, don't do this, kids. This is bad. This is really bad. There's going to be kids that snitch for sure, right? I mean, people want $20. Yeah. $20 is a great motivator. Yeah. That's weird, man. Like that, this kid's school is is paying for you to snitch people. Like that is one the worst. of your friends, and then use the money to get more jewel pods. Y yeah, but then your friend gets busted for right. it. Then your friend has to go deal with the school going to their parents and being like, "I caught your kid with jewel pods and shit." Right? Don't teens, if you're listening to this show and they offer you a bounty for catching people doing jewels, don't tell. I know not all of us are down with kids doing jewels, and I'm not either. I don't think they should do them. But you know what? Telling is wrong. <laughs> That's just a little... Telling is wrong is a telling little thing I do. Telling is wrong. That's your... Telling? Tattling is wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's not worth it. You don't want to get somebody in trouble for $20. Yeah, $20 ain't worth it. $100? You're, you're we, I, for, I'd let you set me up for $100 and then give me $10. Right? Like, okay. uh, no, $100, you give me 50 That would be nice, right? So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. We uh, we um, got some people to ask some questions in the uh, group. And uh, let's answer some questions, Brett. Let's, let's let the listeners guide this show, kind of. Okay. I'm going to actually do it, though. I'm guiding the show. Yeah, let's see what they got. What do they want to know? Uh, Ryan says we might end up with another mayor daily. What the fuck is up with political dynasties? Chicago about to elect another daily. Okay. They have had many dailies in the past and they just love those dailies. I think it's a secure. I just think it's one of those things that people are comfortable with. My grandma voted for a daily. Yeah. They, they don't see it. Like a lot of times they don't see like with the dynasties, like, like the Clintons, right? Like, they don't see that it's bad that the Clintons and the Bushes get to run for office all the time. Right. You know? Like, that they get to be the presidents. Right. They just see it as, like, a romantic thing. Like, and it's hard for people to be able to, uh, it's hard for people to, like, understand that it's also, like, royalty and aristocracy. Huh. And, like, yeah, any fucking Kennedy can be a politician and make it. Like, yeah. they can get to any fucking seat they want. They get to be any. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same with this. In these dynasties, they just... It's, uh, I don't know, just the established order. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and it's like, as long as we have these uh, political, as long as we have these officials to vote for, they're always going to, the people with the most money are going to get to do it. It's a money thing. 
You know, it's it's a fucking it's like uh they have all the money to run. Hopefully somebody runs against this daily. But again, it always feel that's that's one of the things in this world that makes me feel uh hope less hope, I guess, is that like the same people get to run things forever. And it seems like we just we never can get them. And and it's always just like, this is a better Kennedy, though. See, the old Kennedys, they fucked with us and they were political monsters and they did all this stuff. But yeah. this Kennedy, he's woke. This right. is the new kind. Smart this is Kennedy. the new daily. Yeah, you thought her dad was a piece of trash and you thought her uncle was a piece of trash and her, her grandpa was a piece of trash. But she's actually a nice, nice, not piece of trash. Right. That's how that works. That's what's up with political dynasties. Solved in one second. That's how we do this. That's how we're doing this tonight. We just roll through these things. General Strike. What do you think about General Strike? Our best chance at ever, like, really getting an epiphany moment that we can all, like, know that shit has changed. But seems like such an impossibility with the fear related to fucking with that weekly paycheck, you know? Right. It's like asking me and Brett, like you should asking about general strike to like a podcast that doesn't talk to people who go to work every day. You might get somebody to like really give you like a real hopeful stance. But we talk to the people that go to work and it seems very hard. I mean, I, I'll say our audience is engaged. I just think about people who maybe aren't leftist that are having the same experiences that the people who call this show have and to tell them like, look, you're going to lose pay. This is going to be risky. And we know that chuds are going to show up to work no matter what. That's the other thing about a general strike is like, there's going to be a bunch of chuds out there just working. And, you know, I had this conversation with my father-in-law this week. We were kind of talking about how like, uh, I don't, think that there's a reasonable expectation that you should be able to have anything you want. So he said, uh, on Christmas, everything should be closed. And then he started saying like, well, gas stations shouldn't be closed. It's like, but yeah, but they could be closed. Like we could have gas stations closed on Christmas. You just can't have gas on Christmas. Right. That's just the way it works. That's, that's the rules. Like everything could be closed on Christmas. You know, sure. I mean, I guess doctors and stuff, but then again, you're not talking to doctors. Aren't the ones that are trying to get the holidays off. Right. They're like, they're like saying like, I go into this business knowing that you get one or the I, other, you get Thanksgiving or uh Christmas. That's the trade off. Yeah. Or you get to be a doctor. You get you. you that's it. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure they have other flexibility and stuff. And I, 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 but no, my even, sister's a nurse and she gets to pick one day or the other. That's the yeah. Point. Well, that's good. That's good. But I, I just think that like we shouldn't we shouldn't be able to get we don't need gas. It's just like when George H.W. Bush died, right? And they were like, uh, the post office is closed. And then except for we'll deliver for Amazon. Yeah. Then also then the post office that same people had to fucking go to work yeah, yeah. to deliver this shit for Amazon. Right. You know? And it's like General strike seems so far out of the realm of possibility to me because they're taking the days off. It seems I know that I sound negative when I talk about this because I I don't know, man. I just don't know. I I know that people will freak out if everything closed for a day. Like, I absolutely know that. And I think we should do it. And I think we should grind it to a halt. And I think it shows our power. But I also know, like, the uphill battle of, of getting like getting the word out about this. 
is going to be difficult. We're not going to get help from like MSNBC isn't going to like cover the general strike at all. Right. You know, these are the type of things like when I was um, when I was in 2003, I was like a more conservative type person. And I watched that Iraq war start. And I just I didn't even know about the protests that happened coming up to the Iraq war. Like I didn't know until after the war. And it was really for me, it was like finding that out was like, holy shit, there were people that were like against this thing. Like I thought everybody was just for it. And like people piled into the streets, but nobody covered it. So nobody fucking knew that these people went out into the streets. And I mean, like people knew people are listening or like, I fucking knew, you know, I was paying attention or whatever. Of course, like I was watching the news, but I wasn't. And like, so going and talking to a person with the level of awareness that I had at that time and saying, let's not go to work tomorrow seems like a tall order, you know? Yeah. Do we really know if people are going to do it? And I just, the news doesn't cover these things because they know that they'll gain steam that I really believe that like that anti-war movement in 2003 would have gained a lot more steam had more people known about it. I had no idea it was there. If I had known that it was there and I had seen people protesting, I would have fucking probably like at least been like, oh, holy shit, people are out there. Pro- people don't really like this thing. Millions or, you know, hundreds of thousands of people don't like this. I yeah. guess there are people that don't like this. It's not like such a done deal because I don't think I was ever pro-war. I don't think I ever thought that war was a good idea. But I did think that war was a good idea at that time. Yeah. You know, I thought we had to. I thought it was universally agreed upon point. Right. You know. So that's war and the general strike all in one thing. Right. Um, what's up with that weird half-strength liquor they sell at Ohio grocery store? It saved a lot of kids from <laughs> OD on alcohol. It's this best stuff that kids it's that's the stuff that kids can steal. And then they can also like waterfall it without like getting alcohol poisoning. Why is it? It's weird though. It's a dumb law. A little plastic bit. bottle liquor is what we're talking about. It's like twenty proof, right? It's like well, it 10... just is half proof. It's di- they call it diluted, right? So like you can buy Stoli, Stoli vodka, but it's diluted. It has. I guess more water in it or yeah, something. Yeah, that's all it is. And they just mix it with more water. But you can only sell those in the stores and you can only buy real liquor in the liquor store. And I am firmly against liquor laws. I hate them. <laughs> They've moved a little bit. The Kroger somehow now have liquor licenses, uh, which is nice because that's the grocery store as well. Right. I think but it's, it's kind of nice, but it also means that those dudes that went through all that shit to get those liquor licenses so they could have their shitty little liquor store all went out of business. That's you know? true. Because you don't right. go into a shitty liquor store anymore. They're, they don't exist in Ohio, in Columbus, at least. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I'm trying to think of a re- just a regular. There was one regular liquor store, and Giant Eagle bought their liquor license because these they just roll in and uh, build a building and buy the liquor license and the business off the guy. And I'm sure he was like, "Fuck it, I, I ain't got no big passion for liquor. I can right. buy it at the store. Right. <laughs> right. I'll pay customer prices for that big of a check." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I that half. I, I don't I think you should be able to just sell it. I don't fucking care. Put it behind a curtain or something like the porno at the movie places when I was a kid. Yeah. Back well, when you would go to rent a movie, they had a curtain in the back when at the video store and yeah. there was porno back there. Yep, I remember. Yeah. I used to always be trying to get in there to look at the, the little boxes. Just look at the you look at the movies that were within eyesight and just wait till you hear the curtain move and then look and scan for everything you can get. 
Because movies have great covers if you're a young pervert. That was back in the day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, the liquor laws here are wild. It's just, there's so many it's boundaries. It's other places we've been. Really? Yeah, but they're still not great. I guess, like, I would say we're, New Orleans is the place that has it right. Yeah, I New think. Orleans does it the best. That's not a controversial take. Well, it is, actually, because some people probably don't like the New Orleans. But, uh... Let's see here. Let's <laughs> so let's see this. Um, did you guys ever read Mad Magazine growing up? Um, you know, I did. But usually what would happen is my mom would take us to the grocery store to Myers, and I would just read magazines the whole time. But I definitely read Mag- Mad Magazine every single time. I didn't ever get them, though, really. I bought them. I like the fold-in. Well, I had Jason, my older brother... Who also like we shared we could share shit like that you know what I mean so it's like I'll buy a Mad Magazine and maybe he would get a cracked or something like that sure I fucking loved Mad Magazine Mad TV on the other hand did not love not a Mad TV guy I was a big fan of Mad TV I was an SNL guy that did, kills my blue collar roots I agree I liked SNL I don't like any of it now don't worry. I don't like any sketch comedy now, <laughs> but I was really into, uh, I was really into Mad TV. I thought, it, or, or Mad Magazine, because I thought it was so, like, I loved seeing them, like, take down the Hollywood movies and not. I mean, shit, we do the undercover business tyrant thing, and that's basically <laughs> Mad Magazine. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that definitely, uh, the ripping off, like, famous brands and stuff, that I loved, like, like uh, I, I used to trace, I use tracing paper and draw like Batman, Bart Simpson, all of that. And then Mad Magazine, they draw him with like, you know, his butt hanging out. It'd be Buttman and shit like that. And I fucking loved it. I know. You know. I know. I love it when they would just take something serious and like add a fart to it. it or like, just what draw Batman? a really horribly drawn Simpson character. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I remember one of my, one of the funniest things. I bought a cracked magazine when I was a kid at the height of Simpsons fever. And they, they did a, a thing called the Simpletons. <laughs> and it was just the Simpsons. But like, but it was like. Man, really brave of you, Crack, to take on The Simpsons, a show that's already really funny. <laughs> like, yeah. You can't do anything better. It's like, what if Bart, like, farted when he rode the skateboard? <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> Sometimes their targets were... I mean, like, it was for kids. It was, I know. I mean, it was only an eight-year-old, you know. But so was The Simpsons. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes Simpsons their have... targets were a little weird. Sure. Everybody liked The Simpsons. There was a period there in the 90s where it was just like, Nobody didn't like, except for parents. Christians and parents hated him. Parents hated, parents hated Bart Simpson. He was like, honestly, teachers sent home like bulletins about no Bart Simpson stuff on in class, you know? Yeah, yeah. That Well, that is the thing, too. I just did this this weekend with uh, Brett's kid. And I tried with Brett's kid, actually, and my niece. It's like, they're really into these turd games. Yep. And poop and fart games. Toilets and trash cans and just gross shit. And I'm like, I just want to act offended by it for them. Like yeah, back nice. in the day when my when you would hear parents be like, Bart Simpson, what the fuck, man? That guy, that kid, he says he eats my shorts. Yeah. He's disrespectful. Like, right. you know, parents would freak he out. He talks back to parents. Yes. He's a bad kid. Yeah, and parents would freak out about it. And also men's rights activists used to get all mad at Homer. You know that. No. Look, all the dads on these shows are all <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're just doofuses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you don't want hunters anymore and they get a dummy. Yeah, it's a bunch of doofuses. Oh, oh, are all dads stupid? Is that what you're trying to say? It's like, it's a comedy show, dude. Right, right. Like, we, what's the other option? The dads, like, mean like they are in real life? <laughs> right. <laughs> all the dads that go to hell? <laughs> yeah, my dad in my TV show is, he's not goofy or clumsy. He yeah. just is fucking screams at me all night before I go to bed. It's hilarious. It's just the funniest show. He's a bastard. <laughs> Throws away my toys. Yeah. If I don't pick him up. But my dad was like always like, and I think he was doing what I'm doing. He would look at the garbage pail kids and be like, oh, gross. Yeah. These things are gross. Why are you looking at these things? And I'm like, God, I love these garbage pail kids. Right. I don't think they're gross. I think they're funny. Huh? You think it's gross? You think you think uh, mugging Megan is gross? It's like the one pulling her face up yeah. and around and stuff. I'm like, yeah. Crazy. I there, love those things. There's a game that is a a little, a literally a fucking turd that you have to try to jam down into a toilet. No, that's not what it is. I got to tell you how this works. What is it? Because it's weird. The premise of the game is off. I believe that a game should have a solid premise that tells a story. And this game is you have a plunger and a turlet, and you roll the dice, and when a number comes up, you plunge the turlet that many times, and then if the turd pops out, you have to catch it in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun and that's I'm like, fun. I'm like this isn't based in any kind of reality at all it's like who would catch the turd in their hand if it got up in the air no it's true though you can pick up a turd and you'll be just fine I understand that you can touch it I will not be touching it's a human turd just letting kids know you can pick up turds I know I'm not touching a human turd grab a turd take a shit in the sink and then scoop it into the toilet show me how tough you are by grabbing a turd with your bare <laughs> yes. hands yep you want to show me how tough you are? You send me a video of you holding a turd in your hands. <laughs> then I'll fucking know. Toot on it like a cigar, too. You know, that is a little special thing no. in my mind. No. Toot on a little dog turd. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So, next question is, what should the voting age be in the Street Fight universe? Oh, I hate voting. Uh, but what should the age be? Maybe it would change if you picked a new age. I'm saying 13. Kids got good ideas, man. No, they don't. They don't know much of anything. Thirteen. My daughter's pretty smart. She would have voted for sheeple. the right. She'd vote for the right person. They're sheeple. You don't want to vote for kid. You don't want kids voting because they'll vote for Republicans. I don't know. These kids hate Donald Trump. They're right on about that. Yeah, the one thing, but they're just so cult of personality. But they like, love Obama, though. Yeah, they do love Obama. We probably have Cardi B as our president right now if we let thirteen-year-olds vote. Sure. I'm saying thirteen because I believe in freedom for teens, Brett. What's your heel answer? I don't know. I, I'm I'm saying abolish the voting altogether. Okay. I mean, for for candidates, it's a lazy answer. No, but I no agree. voting for candidates. Only voting on referendums and laws and shit that will actually go into effect. It's okay. Concrete stuff. And for that, 13. you should be if you can drive when you're 16. You can die for your country when you're 18. Okay. But there won't be none of that anymore in Street Fight Universe. We're looking at Street Fight Universe. 13's fine. I mean, the voting's all cool shit. How old's your daughter? 14. She's been smart for about a year. Okay. I'll say 13. 13, say 13 baby. 13 is fine. The voting age in the Street Fight universe. Now, this is assuming that this is the Street Fight universe where good things, where it's like a direct democracy and that sort of thing. 13. Right. Okay. No candidates, because they will fall for anything. They're dinguses. Every one of them. What do we got here? What do we got? Uh, this one is a joke. 
Talk about more games like Curveball because I forgot all about it until you guys mentioned it. Uh, I can't think of any more Curveball type games. Cornhole? We like Cornhole over here? Yeah. Um, it's got kind of a gross name, but... One time cornhole. we took $20 and got a whole bunch of Fago 3 liters and then shook them up and then threw them in the air. And then when they smashed on the ground, they flew in the air like a rocket. Okay, okay. That sounds like a game. We used to throw rims at each other. We had like a really complicated game where we threw bicycle rims at each other uh, on the sidewalk. Okay. And they fucking uh, scraped up the sidewalk and our parents made us stop playing. Oh, that's we fucking funny. had a league. We were writing shit down on paper. We had rules. We had this whole... It was sort of like... Um, I guess I would say it was roughly like shuffleboard a little bit, but with bike rims and you had to knock the other rim... Okay. With your rim, and you like threw them like bowling because we had these extra bike rims we was fucking with, and they yeah. were like sparking and stuff. We we're having the best time, dude. And then we went in and made a bracket and had team names. We had all the stuff. And my parents were like, you can't play this game anymore. You're ripping up the sidewalk. And I'm like, oh, you're, it's not your sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> we had this really fun game where we had um, a water balloon launcher, one of those like rubber tubing things where two people hold on to it and a third person leans back. Well, we would put golf balls in that, and then based upon what you had the guts to aim it at, everybody would give you cool points. Okay. <laughs> games where cool points are the prize are the best games. I played a lot of those. Yeah, no, we would, I mean, we would fucking fling those things. They would, they would go seem like a mile. We did have this really huge, like, evergreen-type tree, <laughs> this really round tree. Okay. And three of us would stand on one side of us. Then everybody would try to run around the tree and through those three people. And okay. you get points for every time you get around a tree. We were calling it American Gladiators. Okay. Just <laughs> it yeah, was yeah. popular at the time. It seemed like an American Makes Gladiators sense. game. And uh, I came around a corner and fucking hit somebody's knee with the bottom of my mouth and then put my tooth through my lip and had to get stitches. And okay. we quit playing American Gladiators. It's not a good game, that. yeah. Kind of cowards about that. Hide and seek was the game for us growing up, really. I know it's like an old classic game, but like when you're a little older and you can go a little further away from the house, the best game in the world is hide and seek. My main game was kick the soccer ball back and forth, where we would just go in someone's yard and stand out there for like hours and just tell dirty jokes and yeah. kick a soccer ball back and forth. Yeah. And talk yeah. about shit we wanted to do. Talk about turds and butts and sex, yeah. basically. All day and all night. Right. You know, I'd fucking do if I got rich. Right. You talk about that a lot. Yep. You know, I'd fucking do. I'd have a party. It's always funny when you complain for a while. So I don't know. Maybe talk about some shit that you hate. Well, I complained you got some earlier. Complaining in there. Yeah. Tell us funny stories about times when you were bad parents, or at least felt like you were. Ah, uh, there's. I can think of like a time, like very when I was first when Gwen was first born. I was a bad parent. Period. Like I just wasn't good at it, and like my wife did almost all the work, and I was super aloof. I can tell you a bad idea that we had. And it was when our daughter was first born, our plan for sleep, because we both worked full-time fucking jobs that started at eight o'clock in the morning. And uh, our plan for sleep was that I would stay up all night. I would stay up late because I like staying up late. And then she would get up extra early. So I would stay up until like three and then she would get up at three. Because the kid never fucking slept at night. That kid, it was just, you never got a full night of sleep. 
And uh, that was miserable, and I had a really bad time doing that. But I, I can't think of any time where I thought I was exceptionally bad. At the time that I would have been bad, my wife was sort of doing all the work. Yeah, I have a good one. Uh, this was recently. And, you know, this happens in life where uh, your partner does something that you totally take for granted. You know, it's something mm -hmm. so reliable, but you totally take for granted. And I pick Charlotte up from school every day. Erica gets her ready every single morning. That's yeah. what they do. I have no idea how it happens. Mm -hmm. And there's a day leading up to Christmas where she wanted to get more extra time in. And I had to do the the morning routine and get her to school. And I, it was so fucking aggravating <laughs> that I like was like gritting my teeth. And I like grabbed Charlotte by the arms and like just sat her down and it was like, you are going to get ready for school. You know, just did one of those moments where I lost it, you know? Yeah. And I'm not normally like that. I'm usually pretty patient about stuff and I can like, she's very agreeable and I can kind of show her the way to make the right decision type thing. But it was just like, this was a time crunch and I didn't have any idea how the plan was going to happen and how we were going to make it to fucking school on time. Which yeah. is something you got to do because they write it down if you fucking don't. Yeah. I, I kind of... And, and so then... I f all day felt so terrible. And when I went and picked her up, I like grabbed her and I like started putting her coat on. And it was like, I felt terrible all day. I'm so sorry about being mean to you. Oh, grabbing wow. You like that. It was, I felt horrible. Well, that's a good parenting situation. Yeah. Really. I was the same way. Like there's been times where like, I sort of flip out about money and stuff where I just like, I, one of my panic triggers is money. And like the old me that, you know, that, uh, you know that Bugs Bunny meme where he's like, the old me's about to come back? Like, yeah. that starts to come sometimes when I just get frustrated about money. And I get scared and my daughter wants something and I don't have it. And she, I don't like her seeing me. I don't like my kids seeing me worry about money. Contrary to the belief that, like, I try to show her everything. I don't like her to have to see that. I don't want her to have to deal with it, I yeah. guess. I don't care if she sees that we're broke. It's just her dealing with problems you don't want it to be stressful yeah 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 you gotta you gotta like re yeah this is for brett what's that uh abortion escort stories are always good more people need to know the bullshit patients go through do you have any from recently or anything i don't abortion escort i should probably uh, but uh last time brett i was does. there um the last time i was there there was this really obnoxious woman that was singing just singing her heart out with this song. I didn't know what it was. It was just like, just belting it just so fucking loud at people for hours, for a whole hour while she was there and why. And I just had to sit through that shit and other people did too. I don't know what it fucking accomplished. Because if you're going to show up to yell at a specific person for making a choice that they've made in their life that, I mean, whether it's difficult or not doesn't even really fucking matter. It's their body and their choice to do this. Right. Then you're going to be crazy in your idea of what you have to do to stop That's it from happening. Like, you, in her mind, she's singing. Right. right. In her mind, she is singing this song. And this woman who's getting an abortion, on her way to get an abortion, is going to be like, something about that song like really grabbed me and then go sit down and talk to her. And she's going to be able to talk her out of making yeah. this decision. Like, cause like I always like, I like to think of like, what is the end 
what is what are we doing here? You said I say it a lot, and I do. I say like, what are we even doing here? Like, what are we doing here? What's the point? That's if you look at the end game for a lot of those sorts of things, where you're like, what what are you doing here? That's what it is. She thinks somebody's gonna be like, ma'am, your voice is so beautiful. Yeah, I'd love to sit down with you and talk to you and have, maybe have you give me some of your wisdom that you've learned from the Lord Jesus Christ. Right, you have the voice of an angel. <laughs> yeah. Save my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, they have to be like that they have to be weird like you can't to choose to do what they're doing you have to be a fucking weirdo they're bothering normal people they're weirdos that are bothering normal people is what's happening there is some it's really funny the um there is probably one or two people in shift that say oh shut the fuck up they just yell at them and flip them off yeah they should they should i would yeah, I um I you know what I did one day I'm walking down the street and this teenage girl, fucking teenager comes up to me and hands me a fucking anti-abortion tries to hand me this anti-abortion pamphlet. I'm like, "I don't want that shit." And I just kept walking. <laughs> and I was just so mad that they would send a t- me send a teenage yeah. girl for out for me to yell at. Like, right. "What are you telling me, 17-year-old? Right. I don't want to hear your fucking shit." <laughs> What do you even know about anything? What do you know about this fucking world? Yeah. I don't fucking care. You know what's fucking... You know what's so goddamn hilarious, too, about it is that we show up, like, 15 minutes before they show up, and they think that we are there all day long, but we are literally only there for 15 minutes longer than when they're there. So they think... So the goal is to make them think. Right. That, like, they're going to be there, I'm going to be there, right. I'm going to walk you in there, yeah. Yeah, the clinic escorts are going to be there to divert attention away from us every time we go there, because they're there all the time. But yeah. we're not. They, yeah. Like, we just know, they're so, like, scheduled and transparent. Yeah. Like, a lot of them will even tell on themselves. They will, like, like there's a cop, boo, that <laughs> uh, is that hangs out at the, hangs out there in the lot as well to, like, monitor the situation. But they will tell on themselves. They will literally start saying, like, well, you know, next week's going to be a big week. We've got, you know, all these people coming into town for this for this big revival. And so there's going to be a lot of people here. And, and, you know, these are the times and these are the people and everything. They're so fucking stupid. Yeah. 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 I don't understand how they I don't I I just. They, uh, and I am. We know we have a whole thing that we did that whole the, the thing about it, man, that show we did in Pittsburgh just needs. It look the video isn't the best, but I think that we should still get it out there because I think you would enjoy it. Yeah. But uh, we had a we had a you know very DIY situation there that could have looked better on video. But the uh, chat we did with all of the abortion providers in Pittsburgh was really fucking funny. Yeah, I did just say that seventeen year olds should vote, but I said that also don't talk That's to true. me. Inside. I just don't want some seventeen year old telling me about abortion. Like I don't. I don't need that. Like I don't. I don't want lessons. Don't give me lessons. You can vote still. I don't care. I All think right. voting's fine. Like go ahead and do it. See what see what comes up. If <laughs> no, we let the but kids it's all vote. bad shit happens. That's dude. true. That's true. But you did get me there. I did. But again, I there's so many people that already vote that I don't want to hear from about these subjects. But um, voting so far means some bullshit. I mean, we get those heartbeat bills like here we got going on here in Ohio. Yeah, that actually happened here. We're we're dealing with Kasich signing a a law. Of course, a dude signs this law right. too. Right. Why not? Why not just flex that 
that power. But yeah, uh, it is interesting. Like, what kind of what? I guess I want to ask you, like, what are the people like? Are they older people that show up? And no, like, they're they, very young. That girl was very young. That I was talking about. Weird man. Are uh, they like homeschooled looking? Yes, definitely. Okay. Horse okay. girl energy. Oh. Lots of curly hair down to the butt crack. Okay. Um, okay. I get them now. Uh, I got the whole picture. There's lots of old people, too, that just, like, shuffle and then pray and then shuffle and pray. There's a guy named Coach that, like, wears a hat, like, real, like, fucking 90-degree angle. And he's always, like, hooting and hollering and yelling at people and shit. And he, like, harasses guy. He harassed me, like, was, like, you know... uh Men's supposed to protect women and children. That's what I believe. That's what I don't I'm know do- what you believe. <laughs> I don't know what you believe. You know, shit like that. Oh my god! You, I've, I'm gonna do this. I'd stink at. It. I, maybe can I do an outlaw one? Because I don't. I want to be able to be mean to those guys. I know you just you have know to show I mean? up and yeah, you'll get arrested. You got to be real. Like you'll you got to. Yeah, if you're gonna do this, you can't like fight with the people. No, you we're just not gotta recommending look down. that. Don't I, do I'm that. I'm not a member of the organization. I don't recommend it. Yeah, but just if you're looking to go fight, don't do this. But if you're looking to like seriously help and just walk somebody we in did. who might be uncomfortable, then do it. You know, yeah. uh, it does help. Here's our next story that they wanted us to comment on. What's that? Kids these days will try just about anything to catch a buzz from boofing beer. We know what that is, right? You put pour beer in your ass. Right. I don't know. Or vodka. To vaping vodka. Their latest cheap thrill, feminine hygiene products. Teenagers in Indonesia, okay, come on, are collecting menstrual pads and tampons, often of the used variety, okay. and boiling them, allowing the mixture to cool, and then imbibing the resulting liquid. Ooh. They're not doing that. It's not happening. The shit is not happening. I thought you were going to say they were drinking Kool-Aid with them. Police have already arrested several minors caught making this menstrual pad moonshine. One 14-year-old confessed that he and his buds swig it morning, afternoon, and evening. No, get the daily these kids alcohol, report. something. <laughs> Please get these children alcohol. Get something to stop this. This is not appropriate. I was going to say, a drink that's like a big drink with a tampon in it is actually kind of cool. That would be To fun. like eat it like the guy from Kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that like would be cool. At a, like a little restaurant, like a little cool fucking cocktail drink. Like yeah. drinking, or uh, fuck, I'll drink out of a condom, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's just a neat idea. Yeah. The National Narcotics Agency in Indonesia says it's it's the chlorine used to sanitize menstrual products that get that's getting kids tipsy, giving no. them hallucinations and the feeling of no. flying. Give them psilocybin mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Just, please don't make them do. Please don't do this, kids. God, does that Why mean you put, can just eat a chlorine and get high? Yeah, I don't know what the mean what that means for the rest of us now that we know this. Like, I wonder what it tastes like. Try it? Yeah. We're not going to try this, listeners. Well, okay. Get the Patreon of twenty thousand dollars a month, and I'll do this if I have to. It's drugs. I don't mind trying drugs. It, first of all, they're arresting people in Indonesia for this. This isn't even illegal. Why is no, this illegal? Pro- you're selling this. You're, you're, yeah. This are these are legal products. <laughs> all these products are legal. You can't outlaw this. This is one of those things. It's like if people. This is like outlawing if people start eating their own poop. Right, it's just like oh, people are eating their own poop. It makes them hallucinate. It's like oh, well, poop's outlawed. Now you're not allowed to eat your own poop. That's disgusting. Well, no shit, it's disgusting. People are fucking doing it. So uh, this has been going on since 2016. Okay, 
And uh, how right. do we feel about this? I mean, no, I mean, I, I, I'd say, once again, I don't like it. This, don't do this. I, I'm not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Crocodile is cool or anything. I, I prefer safe stuff. Yeah, there's so many good drugs to do out there that are normal. Let's do those. You know. Yeah, I just do like the time honored traditional herbal varieties. Unbelievable! These kids are tripping off paint thinners and chemicals, dude. It's always fucking wild, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done some wild shit with like an air duster and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've seen some shit in my day. Gasoline, man. Uh, What about hats? I like them. I'm pro hats. So I love hats too. Your answer to that collection of hats. So I love hats. Uh, What's your favorite type of hat? This kind of hat, baseball cap. You guys know about my hat taste. What's your team? Blue jackets tonight. When I'm wearing all black, I wear the black hat. When I'm wearing other ones, I wear the Clippers hat. Okay. I'm a black hat guy. Why New Year's Eve is the worst holiday and everyone should get a stipend to order, take out, rent a movie, and stay home. I'm going to disagree with you that New Year's Eve is the worst holiday. It sucks. But it also can be a day where you can give yourself the chance to do a little something that you don't usually get to do. That's kind of what I think about with New Year's Eve. It's like, ah, oh, you know, one year I got a couple Percocets and I just sat around and did Percocets. <laughs> okay. You know? Okay. Sure. You can fucking try something out. I'll, I'll do you. Maybe I'll boof a beer on right. New Year's Eve. Right. I don't think New Year's Eve is bad. I don't go out. I've never gone out on New Year's Eve. Have you ever gone to a bar on New Year's Eve? You're I've done never that thing? been to a bar on New Year's Eve. No, that's not my style, man. Yeah, like, I would never do that. I'm gonna go to somebody. I love going to people's houses love, and hanging out with people I like. Yeah, I've always just been a couch sitter. Yeah, or like, and that's what we're doing now. We got kids, so we have to do a family oriented thing, and we play games, and like we have it all thought out because we've done enough of them now. Um, but so like our tradition is every hour leading up to it, we pop a balloon and inside the balloon, there's like an activity or like a question that everybody has to answer. Yeah. But the balloons like really get people like talking in the mood, get these get, get it rolling, talking and partying. We always have fun on New Year's Eve. We spend it together and it's always a fun night. I mean, you don't have to go to a bar. People always think that, like, these things, like, even St. Patrick's Day. Like, oh, I'll go to a bar for St. Patrick's Day. That'll be really great. And when you go, it stinks. And then you're like, this is amateur night. This is bullshit. Yeah. It's like, just get your cool friends together and do some cool friend shit. But even that, man, some of my favorites, though, were even, like, just watching Battlestar Galactica all day long. And Mm. then just letting it run to midnight and then hearing, like... The clatter going on and all that shit and being like, oh, I guess it must be the new year and then drive, yeah. get jumping right back into it. Yeah. Like, it's cool to blow it off, too. Oh, I know. I know. I don't mind. I, I've i said I would trade in every New Year's Eve for a chance to go to Japan. I said that <laughs> earlier this year. Right, right. Because I know somebody that's flying out on New Year's Eve got a really good deal. I'm like, oh, if I fucking could go to Japan, I'd give all my New Year's Eves up. I've seen it. I've done New Year's Eve. It's like, whatever. Like, I'm excited about the party because I get to hang out with my friends, but that's really about it. Right, you know? right. It's not like a special, well, it's kind of special because everybody gets fucked up. Here's the thing about this. I know we all hate this stuff, but the fact that everybody gets fucked up is a good day every time for me, I think. <coughs> um, Let's see. Uh, oh, listen to this. I went to a saloon on New Year's Eve a few years ago and got stuck in a conversation with a guy who was writing a fan script for Sons of Anarchy and told me how he drove sex workers around the suburbs. Oh, God. So, I mean, that's, see, that's cool. That's interesting. That's better than 
popping a balloon and then talking about what you're thankful for. That sounds fun. This sounds like you had a fun one. Uh, let's see what we got here. If there's every job I've ever had has had an old timer who is inexplicably able to skate past all the bullshit, never even yeah. get close to getting fired. How? I was thinking about one of those. Um, I was thinking about that actually. Uh, one of my guys. I don't want to say his name. It don't matter. say a guy's name. Don't say his name. Just motherfucker. His mark. It was just like the plainest guy ever. But yeah. he a lot of times made his own rules. But you know what it was? He was constantly in the work zone. Like he never thought wasn't thinking about work while he was there. And he would like bug my boss for extra work. <laughs> yeah. You know, like can I help out with anything? Where I would be like, I'm going to get the amount of work done that I need to get done. He yeah. was like, can I help? I yeah. need extra work. That's smart, though. That's how you can bullshit. Yeah. I mean, like, also, there are these personality types. And actually, we just did Undercover Boss about Models. And there was a truck driver on there that had this personality type. But there's these personality types that just, they got confidence. And it seems like uh, they got <laughs> they got all this confidence. And they seem like... They're willing to not, they don't take any shit. And people are just, I'm convinced people are just afraid to fire them sometimes. Have you ever heard that, like, where somebody you just think they might be afraid to, uh, they might be afraid of some, like, to fire them because they're just like, this guy is a take no shit kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I've seen, like, guys, I've seen people who definitely deserve to be fired. Like, just skate by. And it's just skating because nobody wants to go through the ordeal of the firing. Right, right. And well, an old timer also usually has to get fired by somebody younger than them, which sets up a real weird thing for the younger person too, right? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. There's a there's a few different situations that go on there, um, but it's just that those they they just strong arm themselves into that situation, you know. Of I mean, that's why they're the biggest bootlickers for the cops and all that stuff too. I mean, we're talking about people like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People that want to serve authority. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm just, yeah, I had guys, I had a, I, I once saw a guy get fired uh, and I, I couldn't believe it because he'd been working this company for 20 years and he was the worst worker. Just, he was mean to everybody and he was just like, a, he didn't do anything, uh -huh. like nothing. They basically moved him to a job where he was just away from everybody and didn't do anything. Yeah. And then when another company bought the company, they were like, what are you even here for? <laughs> and I just thought my firm opinion was that nobody wanted to fire him. Nobody, right. they just didn't want to take him in the room and fire him because they were afraid of him. Right. And, uh, that was always like, I think there are a lot of old timers. A lot of times get by on just being old. I mean, I get by on being old and I'm only 40. So like, or 39, but you know, close enough. But I, I'm only this age and I get by. I get a lot just for being old. Yeah. I get like a lot of extra for being old and white, right. basically. Those are the two things. Uh, what do we got here? Have you talked about uh, men's rights activists? Yeah, we talked about them a little bit earlier. Uh, M MRA, men going their own way is a funny acronym yeah, to tell. me. And that one makes me a little laugh. Have you ever met one of those guys? I have Do you not. Know? No. I've never met one. I, I'm contrary to what I've said about my past. I mean, I've met people whose sympathies would lie with them. I always remember, and I always remember like the guy that sued bars for having ladies' night and not men's night. Yeah, and so yeah. That's who I think of 
when this happens and it's just like, what a loser. <laughs> like whenever I see them, they just seem like fucking losers. You know, that's the yeah. same thing with the incels. I see them and I'm just like, you not, don't deserve anything. No, I want to, and not anyone I want to be around. Yeah. You don't deserve companionship. You, you're not entitled to it. And honestly, you don't fucking deserve it. You should die alone. Is what I think when I <laughs> well, see a lot of these guys. If you continue your current behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And redeem yourself. Um, let's see. Plan any good board games over the holidays. Ooh, I got a good ass board game. Someone got me. I think this is my favorite gift. The remake of Fireball Island, which is a board game from like 86 that had this really huge game board that was like all molded plastic and it broke really easily. So what was left, they were worth like hundreds of dollars. And I one time found for $4 Fireball Island and I played it for a few times and sold it for like 200 bucks. Um, one of my favorite fucking board games. Yeah. It's a kid's game, but it's like, so it's just the perfect amount of like tension and yeah. screw you and there was chanting. It's just a fun game. It does sound I'm, fun. So we're going to get that on the stream. Brett got me a two player game for me and my wife. I haven't played it yet though. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm sure I'll like it. I like all these strategy games. Brett is good at games. I'm bad at recommending games. What do I play? Hitman 2. The video game. I can give you a video game suggestion. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on Smash. I'm thinking here's what we need to do. Add me as a friend. I put my code out there. But make an arena called Street Fight Radio HQ when you're on and if you want to play. And I'll check when I'm on and you do the same and join it. I, that's the only way I can figure out to get this to work. Because Nintendo has a terrible multiplayer system. Yeah. All right, so we're running out of time here. Somebody posted, Stefan BC posted this article in here for us. I think it's a perfect way to end the show. Okay. We have about, you know, 10 minutes left or whatever. Uh, so let's do this Newsweek article. How's that sound? I mean, I love Newsweek. Yeah, <laughs> My favorite periodical. <laughs> no, we're just, it's getting to the end. We're not going to get to all the things, but, you know, we'll do this again sometime, for real. Probably next week before we go on tour. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, some stuff coming up. Millennials who think that times are tough in 2018 have no room to complain, according to former Vice President Joe Biden, who said that he had no empathy for young people who compared today's struggles to those of the 60s. The younger generation now tells me how tough things are. Give me a break, said Biden, while speaking to Pat Morrison of Los Angeles Times to promote his new book. No, no, I have no empathy for it. Give me a break. This is our Democratic okay. guy that's going to run for president. Shit ain't so bad. Biden compared the, com compared the complaints of millennials to what he experienced growing up in the 1960s and 70s, mentioning the civil rights and women's liberation movements that were gaining traction simultaneously with the Vietnam War, making the United States a troubling place for young activists at the time. Here's the deal, guys, continued Biden. We decided we were going to go change the world, and we did. Oh, fuck you! Fuck you. What did you change it into? You see what the world looks like now, motherfucker? Guess what? Donald, you changed the world. Now Donald Trump's the fucking president of the United States. Like, he's running fucking everything. Fuck you. Fuck you, Joe Biden. Yeah, and listen to this. Back in 1968, the minimum wage was $1.60, which in with inflation, which is magic that I don't understand how that ever works. Yeah. But apparently, eleven seventy six. 
Yeah. So the minimum wage was actually about $4 higher than what it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which helps, I think, on being able to get ahead, especially well, when college was $200 a semester or whatever it was. I mean, this motherfucker is acting like these people... We we went and protested and ended the, the fucking Vietnam War. We did... Fuck you. You didn't do shit. You fucking... They decided to end it when they ended it. Fuck you. Oh, God, I hate these people. I hate them, dude. Man, what, what about the millennials um, that were victim of the three strikes? rule that Joe Biden put in place. What about the millennials who've lived in a world that's never been not at, that's like, it's always at war. It's been perpetually at war since they've been alive. Fuck you and your Vietnam War. You fucking deserve to lose that war. I wish you would have lost that war harder. <laughs> I fucking wow, hate these guys. Bringing out the, the I fans. just hate this shit. Fuck this guy. Like, these people yeah, act like asshole. they did something. Like, they didn't fuck, fuck you. What did you do? You went out and fucking protested and fucked each other. Right. And then it took us another fucking 40 years to get your arcane laws about, like, what gay people are allowed to do and stuff off the books. Right. Don't fucking tell me that everything's still, easy for us done. now. Yeah, we're still fucking fighting these fights that you're acting like are fucking solved. God. Yeah, he's an idiot. If this this Uncle Joe fucking Biden, right, made it harder to... To, uh, he's the guy that made it so you can't file bankruptcy. Right. With your student loans and shit like right. that. He's the fucking guy. So fuck him. Oh my God. How much was tuition back then? How much was tuition back when you went to college, Uncle Joe Biden? You fucking piece of shit. Whether Biden agrees or not, there's evidence to support the ideas that millennials, the generation born between the early 80s and the mid 90s, have inherited a slew of problems that have put them at an economic disadvantage compared to previous generations. Millennials are more likely to have advanced college degrees but earn 20% less than baby boomers when they were on the same age. Healthcare, housing, and education are more than five times more expensive than they were just a few decades ago, yeah. writer Michael Hobbs tells NPR. Student debt has skyrocketed, making homeownership unrealistic for many, reports Bloomberg, and the struggle to advocate for civil rights continues today, as recent movements like Me Too, Black Lives Matter, and Time's Up Now have demonstrated. Biden stuck with the entitled millennial characterization while speaking on Wednesday, calling on young people to get involved in politics rather than complain. There's an old expression my philosophy professor would always use from Plato, says Biden. The penalty people face for not being involved in politics is being governed by the people worse than themselves. It's wide open. Go out and change. It's not wide open. you got to have a fucking billion dollars to run for fucking office. You have so much money to run for office. It's yeah. not wide open. Guys like you get to fucking do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah, he's awful. I, I, I don't know. I, they I, built the world. He's fucking taking advantage for building. Like, imagine this guy that comes out there and did actually shape this fucking hellscape that we live in, yelling at us because we have to live in his fucking hellscape. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, working out that Obamacare thing, that way that went that went down with private health insurance, and, you know, like, you could give us a break on that. Like, you definitely had a chance to give us a break. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I hate that, that whole, like, uh, everybody should be fucking miserable, right? Everybody should be miserable because it was for me or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess times like, were tough too for me, so now we're not allowed to acknowledge that. No, yeah, we're not trying to make it easier for anybody. That's not what we're yeah. here to fucking do. We're not going to try to make it easier. We certainly we're going to try and make it harder. 
We can't do anything radical because it's already so easy for you already, you know? Here's some more Joe Biden stuff. He helped you trash Anita Hill. You need a little and, bit of racism. Yeah, yeah. But I guess we do. We Yeah, you guys, you know what? These cops, they're fucking racist and they're killing people. You should have seen what they were doing back in the 60s, buddy. <laughs> right, right. We got them to this point. Now it's your, you know, it's done. Now what else are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? This fucking guy, man. If this guy, if I see another meme with this fucking guy's face on it, you're blocked. You're kicked out of the street fight community that's going to exist someday. I promise sure. you'll never get in the commune. You're on the permanent ban list. Unless it's a mean meme. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's it, man. That's we the did the show. That's Street Fight Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for chatting. Uh, if you want to get more of what we do, we put out a zine every single month. We write exclusive articles, get artwork together, print it up, and send it out directly to your doorstep for just $10 a month. It's at patreon.com slash radio. You can get a digital copy of that for $3. And then for $5, this is the new shit right here. The $5 tier, you get the bonus videos. I'm going to put that... I'm going to put that Pittsburgh show in that video spot. Um, we just did a Undercover Business Tyrants. Which one do we watch? Uh, Models. He Models was, Sports. Uh, let me give you some Models info he was the most likable boss yep he did a thing that i loved which is he gave them the money and then also paid the taxes on it yes he did <laughs> he gave them a check and then said i'll cover the taxes on that as well he's still a horrible but he's yeah he's better than the other ones it's horribly aloof um living off the spoils of a lot of people that were suffering but definitely was uh, pretty honest about how shitty it was to work for his fucking company that's for sure. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We do this every single week, two times a week. We'll be taking your calls this Sunday. We're going to have, I think, uh, Caleb the Raptor guy is going to be there. No Our shit. bird man is, yeah, going to come answer your calls. So this Sunday, tune in to our stream. We'll be there on Periscope, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. We're Street Fight Radio. Peace. Peace.